0: As long as you nail that headline is a short registration page converts better every time is the doing it online podcast with your host serial entrepreneur six and seven figure funnel strategist and super nerd Kate McKibben where every week we're here talking nerdy and sharing the things that actually work to help you do what you do online but better easier and with a ton more profit too. Are you ready? Let's do it. Hello, hello, guys. It is Kate here from HelloFunnels.co and welcome to episode 61 of the Doing It Online podcast. Today is part two of our all your webinar questions you've ever, ever had answered special. So if you didn't listen to part one from last week, make sure you go back, check it out, and then come on back and listen to part two. Now, we have a bunch of questions to get through today. A lot of them are like a little short and simple, well, simple-ish ones anyway. (laughs) So I'll try and keep them short and sharp and quick so we can get through them all. And uh, yeah, let's dive right on in. Alrighty. So question number one is, should I show my face on the webinar or is it better to use slides? When it comes down to things like this, guys, I always tell people to, to think about what do you prefer as a consumer? Because when it comes to marketing your own products and services, you know, particularly as, as a as a small brand that normally has a bit more of a personal touch, which most of our everyone listening usually does, is usually this thing happens where we attract a lot of people into our space and the people that are attracted to us and our offers and how we market they're kind of a bit similar to us. And it makes sense that they would be because they've heard how you do things or seen how you do things and your own unique spin on stuff. And so they're going, if they like similar things to you, they're going to therefore usually like how you do those things. In a long way of (laughs) explaining a simple thing is basically if it comes down to something like this and you go, what do I like? What do I prefer? Do I prefer just to see the person's face? Do I prefer to see slides so that I can get a bit more information. Do I prefer a combo? That's usually going to be what a majority of the people who follow you prefer as well. So my personal preference is slides plus a little talking head down the bottom. I think it kind of, you know, is that good sweet spot between, you know, allowing people to see you and have that bit more of a personal kind of aspect. So it's not just, you know, death by PowerPoint, but also allowing for people to better particularly those people who are more visual learner and not an audio learner, or, you know, and in my case, I speak fast and I have an accent and sometimes people miss what I say. A really good example of this is there is a marketing tech tactic called an order bump. That's O-R-D-E-R bump. Everyone who works with me, all of my clients, they think I say auto bump as an A-U-T-O bump. But I don't, I say order, but you just don't hear it because of my accent. So sometimes it can be quite important to have crucial terms written out. So that's why I like to have the the combo of the two. All right, next question is what are the best types of bonuses to use on a webinar? So again, this is a great question, guys. Uh, Normally what I like to have with a webinar is what we call a fast action bonus. I like to have the juiciest of all your bonuses, and have that as something that's only available for people who buy while the webinar is running. So you're going to go through, you know, your intro, your teaching, you're giving value, you make your invitation or pitch at the end, and then you, you know, you open the doors, open the the offer is now available, and anyone who buys from then till when you finish your Q and A and you go, you know, see you guys, webinars over. They get an extra special something. This is kind of like an early bird offer, but on steroids. Because you really want to get, you know, you've got these people here. They're live. They've they're in the best possible position to buy because they've seen all this information. They've connected with you. They can ask you questions, and you want to just give them that extra incentive to jump to to take the leap to not go. Oh, I'm going to go away and think about it. If they you want, as long as you know they know it's the right thing for them. You don't want them to hesitate. You want them to dive on in. So I think giving them this extra juicy bonus that's available just on the webinar, so they have a really short time frame to get it, is one of my favorite things to do to increase your conversions on your webinar. And as far as what type of bonuses, well, I always think bonuses should be something that adds to the program. It should be something that if you went through our six-figure school, which is wrapped up you have seen, we talked about how you use bonuses to cover off objections. I don't have time to explain all of that here. If you miss out on Six Figure School, make sure you join us next time that we do it so you, you can dive into that in a bit more detail. But really, it's don't chuck in things just for the sake of chucking it in. Don't feel like you have to have 20 different bonuses. Just whatever ones you use, make sure that they're really, really juicy and that they are going to make the, you know, take whatever your offer is, whatever that promise is, and make it either easier to achieve or faster or more likely to get them a better result. And that's usually, those usually the best kind of bonuses, whether they're on a webinar or via email or however else you're promoting your offers. Okay. Next question is, do I need to offer a discount on my webinar for it to work? So discounts again, are another marketing tactic guys that, and I think it's a very personal one, whether you discount or you don't, or you have small amounts of discount. I think, again, it comes back to that, what feels good for you? Because you kind of need to make a decision that for your brand, whether you are a brand that discounts, whether you're a brand that discounts a little bit, or you discount all the time, because you're. it's going to be something that if you do discount, people will start to expect it. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. It can be, you know, it can be a really powerful tool. It can allow people who maybe don't have as big a budget as others to get in as long as they act quickly. So discounts can be great, but again, it has to come down to what feels right for your brand. And, you know, so you need to sit down and figure out, you know, what makes sense. So do you need to offer a discount on a webinar? No, you don't. Can they work really well? Yes, absolutely. They can. If you're not offering a discount, you do need to ramp up the bonuses. There needs to be a reason for them to buy right now, something that they're gonna miss out on, something that will go away in a short period of time, whether it's actually on the webinar or in the next, you know, 28, sorry, 24, 48 hours after it, because that's what's gonna get them to take action. Uh, And if it's not a discount, like I said, it has to just be an amazing, some really, really great bonuses. And neither is better, like one is not better than the other. There is no sort of set in stone industry standard on this. It just comes down to Either what you feel is right for your brand, or if you're kind of like a bit like, I don't mind either way, test it, have a play, do some webinars where you offer discounts, see how they convert, do some where you don't see how they convert. And that is how you make the decisions for your business guys. Next question is how long should I promote my webinar for? So this is a great question. And the short answer is anywhere between 10 days to seven days is usually the sort of key period of time. If you're doing something like Facebook ads to promote it, you're probably going to want to start maybe 14 days out on a super low budget just to give you a few days to test the creatives, test the audiences, just kind of optimize before you start to ramp up that budget. If you're trying to do it on a, just a seven day, like it's such a short window, it can be really hard to get do enough testing with your ads to know that they work, to be able to spend what you need to spend to get the numbers that you need to get. But if you're just promoting via your, to your existing audience, so via social media, via email, then 10 to seven days is plenty of time. And the reason why we don't necessarily recommend you do any longer than that is because quite often the people who attend are the ones who actually join in the day or so beforehand. Like it's really common, that the, the number that you're sort of aiming for as far as show up rate. So there's a bunch of different stats and it's actually a separate question. So I'll answer it there. But there's a bunch of different stats that you're trying to hit in different points of of creating your webinar and promoting your webinar and things like that. And one of them is the show up rate. So what percentage of people who actually register for your webinar then show up when you're running it live? And anywhere between anything over 20% for a live webinar is good. So again, not to scare you guys, and if you heard my my, uh, my bit of a rant yes on uh, last week's episode about how to, sorry, not last week's, the one before, when we're talking about troubleshooting your launches, about how it's, you need to know your numbers, you need to know what the, the metrics and the sort of industry standard milestones are, and you need to reverse engineer your goals based on that. So that's one of the important ones. But when you are promoting your webinar, yes, obviously the longer you promote it, the, the more people you will perhaps get to register, but usually the lower your show up rate is because those people who registered two weeks ago, they've forgotten about it by the time you're doing it. Something else has come up. They've gotten busy. That little bit of time that they said, oh yeah, I should be able to do that. It's gone. So it's usually those people who register you know, in a couple of days beforehand are the ones who actually, the majority of those are the ones that actually show up. So that's why I don't recommend doing it for any longer because it's just kind of a waste of your promo calendar. It's a waste of your time and energy to create that content because if you're promoting it for three weeks, four weeks, those people, they're not coming. So you could be talking <laughs> about something else, you know, more important in that, at that time instead. Alrighty, another great question, which is what works better longer or shorter webinar registration pages? I've seen both. And I'm not really sure which one I should pick. So personally, so my preference every time as long as you nail that headline is a short registration page converts better every time. And the reason is when you think about like think about logically for a sec the people who are landing on that page they don't just magically find it. They've seen an ad. They've read an email. They've seen a social post. They've read a blog post, something like that. Like they've already read something that has Talked about how great this thing is that is a mini little sale, you know, registration page and sales page or whatever in itself. And they've gone, Yeah, that sounds great. I want to register for that. And they've clicked through to register. So when they're landing on this page, it is because they're wanting to register. But when you go and put all of this other stuff in, what you actually end up doing is giving them a chance to be talked out of it. So rather than going, Oh, this sounds great. I want to register, land, boom. Headline, yep, just reconfirms in the right place. Button, here's my details and I'm in. Like keeping it as simple, like not putting extra stuff in their way. Maybe like a testimonial or two or some icons that just show that, you know, a little bit of extra social proof just to kind of get them over that last hurdle. But don't go putting whole chunks of text in there that they start, don't give them reasons to scroll down, get away from that button and go, oh, actually, oh no, maybe I don't. Like, For me, I think those pages, as I said, kill a headline, uh, kill a tag, like a little subheading or tagline, whatever you want to call it, that's going to give you a bit more information of what it's about. If it's live, they need to see the dates and the times in at least two time zones, usually a US one and whatever your local one is or wherever your your main target market is. And then just a big ass button. Like you don't need much more than that. That page can convert 35, 40, 50, 60%. You start making longer pages that's when you lose people. The only uh, difference is the only time I think that that longer page works better. And again, this is something you got to test. Try the short page first, see how it converts and then test adding things. Does it make it better? Does it make it worse? But usually I think the only time for people registering for some kind of free thing that they would need all this extra info that I see so often on pages is if, you do have it sitting there and it's not being promoted and people are just stumbling across it. But if that's the case, why is it there? Like why do you have any marketing, you know, element or component that's not something that's being actively promoted if it's a thing that's worth promoting? My answer is short, short and sharp every time. All right, two more questions left guys and I'll try and keep them brief. So next one is, should I run Facebook ads to my new webinar? And I love this question because it shows that the person asking it, their their head is in the right place. So again, my usual guidance around running ads is again, it it depends. All right, guys, there is no black, white, yes, no, but what it depends on, uh, which I'll talk about now, which should hopefully help you to get that guide of whether you should or shouldn't be running ads yet first of all, usually like the, the gold standard of yes, go run ads. I, when I tell people to, that I really recommend running ads is one, they know that they've sold this offer before. They know the offer works. And two, they have done webinars before. They know their webinars work. And three, they have done some Facebook ads before and they know, you know, how they, you know, they can usually get some registrations and, you know, that they, they feel so comfortable doing that. If you have a new offer and a new webinar and you've never run ads before, I would not recommend that you run ads to your webinar because there's too many things you're trying to learn all at once. If you have a couple of those, or if you're one of those people, and I love these people, you you guys are just like action takers and that's amazing. But if you're one of the people who is like, well, I'm new to this business thing, but I want to grow fast. I know I've got to invest money. I'm happy to spend some money to be able to test stuff faster because that's what pay traffic allows you to do. Then yes, you know, that's the other instance where I'd say, okay, we'll run some ads. Like if you don't have anyone on your email list and you don't have anyone on your social media following yet, well, firstly, I probably wouldn't recommend that you go and uh, <laughs> go and run a webinar just yet. We normally say go build a bit of a list first, at least a thousand people, then start trying to sell an offer. But if you've gone the other way, if you've got your offer ready to roll and you just need an audience, then that would be the other instance where it's like, if you're happy, put aside a budget and go and try some ads, then go for it. All right. And a lucky last question. And this one is all around benchmarks. So obviously, a nerd after my own heart. The final question is What are the numbers or benchmarks you're mentioning that I need to know to make sure my webinar is successful? There are many steps in a webinar. First of all, is your registration. So, to know that you have nailed the headline and the promise and your marketing to your list and things, the number that you need to be aiming for is we say 35%, usually anything over 30% for a registration page, that's a 30% conversion is considered good. We like our clients to normally aim a little bit higher. And, and with our templates and things, they normally get way over that. So, we normally say 35% or more is the, the thing to aim for. Show up rate for a live webinar. 20 to 30% is good. Um, obviously, anything higher is amazing. For an evergreen webinar, you want a show up rate of at least 40%. Because obviously, with an evergreen webinar, these people are registering and they should be able to watch it right away. So if you're having a really big drop off and people not being able, not showing up to that time that they've selected, which is sometime either immediately or in the next 24 hours, then you've got some issues there you need to work on. And then the final number, and I think this is the most important number, like how you know that your webinar has worked really, really well, that your offer is perfect, that the way you market it, you got the right people on, you kept them engaged, you had the right kind of content, that right balance between value and showing the value of your offer is 10%. Is that's the, You want a 10% conversion rate of people that attended your webinar. And they don't have to necessarily buy while the webinar is going, they can have watched the webinar and then buy in the follow-up email sequence as well. So what we normally get people to do is track, okay, how many people watched it live plus how many people watched the replay and then how many sales did you get from those webinar people in total? And if that is 10% or more, then you absolutely nailed it. Now, I could absolutely go on, answer so many more questions, talk about webinars for days. I think you guys all know that as much as I loathe doing them, I love them as a business tactic and a marketing tactic. And I love helping people to create them. It's one of, definitely one of the biggest needle movers we see for our clients inside eCourse Empire. And speaking of eCourse Empire, that's my not-so-subtle segue, I just wanted to remind you guys that we have just a couple of spots left. For the current intake of Ecourse Empire. So, if you've been thinking that you want to come in and join us, if you want to join our amazing, hands on, super supportive, super fun, like crazy valuable mentorship program for Ecourse creators and Ecourse creators to be, head on over to ecourseempire.com or go to HelloFunnels.co, click on programs, click on Ecourse Empire, and apply now um, of recording this, we have just a few spots left. They, we are going to be maxed out super soon. You do not want to miss out. I'm not sure when we'll be able to open up spots again. So make sure you jump on in, apply now, and hopefully I will see you inside the program very soon. And until then guys, keep doing what you do and I'll see you all online. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the doing it online podcast.